This is the Growth Mindset Podcast with Ronald Hunt, where we take the research and writing of Carol Dweck and apply it to your life. We will break glass ceilings in education, government, and business through best practices. If you are ready to change your culture, we will show you how. Just for listening to this podcast, I'd like to give you a copy of the 10 relationship tips that most couples get wrong. Just email me at ron at idu-idus.com and I'd be happy to send it out to you. Wow. It's relationship week. I'm so excited, Art. This, All right. Yeah, this was one of those aha moments uh, because I've been teaching about relationships for about 15 years. Mm -hmm. The title of this chapter is Relationships, Mindsets, and Love. And it really changed my perspective. Or not. Right. Right. <laughs> and it totally changed my perspective in teaching methods. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So many of you are going to be better partners after this session that we want to let you, we want you to tell us about it. Email us at ron at idu-idus.com and I will share all the results with Art. Absolutely. So let, let's just dive right in. So, point one, point one, I wrote down points. Uh, Love it. At least initially. Uh, some people let their experiences, disappointments, and rejections scar them forever. That's exactly right. And we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna have a deep dive into that uh, this week. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And and what happens is that these scars that it, it tragically prevents them from forming positive and satisfying relationships mm -hmm. into the future. Mm -hmm. Yeah, while others, you know, can heal, um, find the, the value, the redeeming value in whatever the experience is, and move on. Absolutely. So I mean, this is a genera generational thing, though, because I see couples under thirty and I see couples over thirty, and there's a line there. Mm -hmm. And I, I'd say for our couples over thirty, this is something that might resonate. True love never runs perfectly smooth. Am I right, or am I right? Well, let's, let's take a step back for a second. All right. Okay. All right. All right. There's the, that we we we're you know there might be somebody listening to this for the first time. We're talking about Carol Dweck and her book called Mindset, Fixed Mindset, Growth Mindset. The key criteria of the fixed mindset is, uh, and all of us have traits of this, is that they believe it can't be fixed. And so if you look at this, you know, from that perspective, that the fixed mindset is, you know, in belief that, you know, they, they have this, this panacea belief of the world that you know your soulmate is out there, your ideal relationship just happens, you know, and if something goes wrong, the, their whole world is all mixed up, and and uh, because they believe that it was already predestined to be perfect, and would stay that way. I call so that's one of the points that we don't want to get too far without making that point. I, I call that the Disney version of love. Yes. And uh, some of the some of the things that we've learned is as children through watching movies and it's a fairy tale. It's a fairy tale. It, exactly right. Yeah. It's, uh, it, you know, there there sometimes Prince Charming has a water too. But that's okay, because we have a water too too. We're imperfect. We there is only one perfect human being, and uh, he's not with us right now. Well, the 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 other point here is 
with regard to this, and before we get too far down here, is, you know, the fixed versus growth mindset, there are two major differences uh, that she identifies in her research, is that, you know, the growth mindset person, or the growth mindset in general, tends to look for the redeeming value, tends to figure out ways to heal and move on, while the fixed mindset uh, in a relationship gets stuck there. Uh, they feel like, you know, for whatever reason, you know, they get into these things about, you know, confidence and feeling that they're being judged or whatever the case, whatever the case might be, but their main motive is to get even. Exactly. The, re to, the revenge factor. Right. right. Absolutely. And I, re I remember, you know, because I, I, I do read the Bible, you know, uh, on most days. And uh, I do remember some of the things that I read in the Bible. And in Romans 12 yep. and 19, Ron? Yes. I, don't do what? Don't take revenge, right? Right. So, so... When I look when I look at this stuff, I'm I'm looking for ways that it lines up with scripture because that's where my faith, my belief is. Also in Deuteronomy 35 and 32 and 35, what does it say? Vengeance is mine, says the Lord, right? That's right. He's and the he only will, one. Who, he's the only he one. Can. So 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 I'm just looking for also looking for those kind of things because I think, you know, it's valuable to See where this lines up with that, and and she's right on the money uh, with her research and her findings. You know, the word of God will stand up and you know set the standard here, and it's it's very much in line with what she's saying here. Don't you know the best way is to try to get out of that fixed mindset and move toward a growth mindset, and that's not always easy. No, it's not, and we're going to discuss later in the um, in the segment how. Mm -hmm. How to identify that with people that you are dating and and to have conversations and to see if they are capable of change and to maybe not enter into a relationship with them if they've got a fixed mm -hmm, mindset. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Imagine how powerful that is if you, if, if you can identify yeah. it and you and you can live that way. Mm -hmm. And we're gonna we're gonna talk and, and we don't want to scare anybody off here. No. But you might have to take a little time off dating and read a book. Yes. By, by Carol Dweck. <laughs> and, and you can skip right to chapter 6 and, and read this chapter and, and let it resonate for a day or two and go back and read the chapter again and then look at relationships in a completely new and different way that are going to serve you and your partner. One, one thing I want, another point I want to make here is uh, it says on the front over 2 million copies in print. You know, I see from reading this chapter... Others, other other material that's in here and her research and so forth. The last one we did was on leadership uh, in business. Uh, was very valuable. But this chapter by itself is worth whatever money those people paid. Uh, the two million uh, in print copies. Whatever that money is that they paid. Just the information and the value of this information is beyond measure. If I could go back to my teenage children and give them this chapter and then have study sessions with them think of all the heartache that we could have we could have um kept them from in, sure. their, in their 20s sure so, so it would have been helpful if they heeded the information sure well uh sometimes we sometimes um our children come back a couple years later and 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 tell us things that we've taught them 
that we didn't think that they actually listened to. So okay. just exposing them to that it would have been would have been at least a benefit as a parent. So do you have anything you want to say before we get to the is it Tantito family? You know the lady that uh, had the wedding or got set up at the. Oh, I, anything before we get to that? Because I, I love that story. The way it, it's a it's a great story, and I I I took a couple notes from there, but I'm mm-hmm. going to let you take lead on that story. Okay, so here, but here. I I want yeah I wanted to I wanted to mix in something called the uh, there's an excellent book called the Five Love Languages. Yes, go ahead, go ahead, yeah. Um, that help explain some of the different ways that we need to be loved. And I, I think that this is going to be an opportunity for another segment going on, and I'm happy to send it to you and share it with you, Art. I mean, we, we could actually stop and do, you know, we want you, you want to, I mean, not, not now, but I'm saying we could, you want to continue I, on. I'd like to revisit, I'd like to revisit that with you, but okay. I, think that okay. that, I think that that is also an excellent resource for people to consider mixing into their growth mindset. Okay, okay. So let's talk about the Candido family. Yes, 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 yes. I just love the story. It, it, it seemed uh, a, a typical uh, all-American family had put a lot of effort into their daughter and her. And they, ne- they never said who the guy was, I don't think, uh, at her <laughs> wedding. Right. Uh, and they had several hundred guests that showed up. The only person that didn't make it was the groom. That's right. Went off to Tahiti or someplace. Anyway... Uh, instead of, and in, 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 this is a growth mindset mentality, and this is what, why we think the growth mindset will serve you well. This is a growth mindset mentality. After the shock of it wore off, and the growth mindset that she had helped the, the shock to, uh, you know, to leave her rather quickly. Not, you know, I mean, I mean, she was was. All the emotions that anyone else experienced, I'm sure she experienced as well. But, but, you know, she never felt sorry for herself. She never felt like she was, in the book it says, she never felt like she was humiliated. But what she did was, with all those people and her family and loved ones and so forth, she went and got out of her wedding wedding dress, put put on something comfortable, and they parted till way into the into the morning. She danced and had a great time with her family and friends. And uh, within a reasonable amount of time, I don't know what it said here, but she got married using that same dress uh, to another to, to another person, uh, and was um, you know because of and she she didn't let what happened uh, get you know. Uh, you know, pollute what she in this relationship, she ended up, uh, you know, in a terrific relationship and, and, and did get married. She identified it as a guy thing. The, the, the one guy was the problem. It wasn't the fact, it wasn't her. Right. right. She, did, she, she, never, was, she never let it get on to her. No. Well, uh, uh, and we're going we're gonna to circle back and talk about shame and blame and process in, yes, in a yes, few minutes yes, because yes. I, I love, I love the. And techniques and I teach around that all the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, a couple, th- I call this the Ben and Jerry moment, and Carol Dweck doesn't doesn't go into it in, in the way that I go into it. Um, yeah, you can go out and you can get a pint of Ben and Jerry's and you can eat it. Uh, but if you go out and you go out and get a pint of Ben and Jerry's every day for a year, you haven't recovered, <laughs> right? So, so we we all get hurt. 
and we all need a little something to, you know, take 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 a minute off, or in her case, two years off. But she found the perfect man, and she stood there with confidence on her wedding wedding day because she knew he was the perfect man because she had taken the time to go through the questions to talk about things, and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna dive into this later, so that she didn't make the same mistake twice. With the fixed mindset, she would have had that label on her forehead. Yeah. I mean, she I might as well, might as well tattoo, mm -hmm. you know, loser yeah. or whatever. Yeah, brand, they, they talk about in the book, branded. You know, branded. You feel like they were branded right. with, with these labels and it did, they didn't come off. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Be, because mm -hmm. because uh, fixed mindset people are going to internalize it mm -hmm. and, and think that the pattern is going to re, 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 uh Reoccur, Re reoccur, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it's it's totally totally different when you've got that growth mindset. Uh, you got you got to be able to say good luck to him or her, and good luck to me. Right, that's the fixed mind. That's the growth mindset. There you, you go. Somehow you got to get to that point, you know, and uh, say good luck. You know, say it's time to move on. Say good luck to them. Say good luck to you, and move on. So so let's let's circle back. Stop pointing the finger of blame at them. Mm -hmm. or the finger of shame at ourselves mm -hmm. and start changing the process that got us to the disagreement. So this is going to totally change uh, your relationship if it's salvageable, but if it's not, it's going to change all your future relationships. Right. Boom. Right. I, I wanted to get into this uh, Benjamin Bloom, you know, the study he did where he studied the, everybody from the pianist to the sculpture to the mathematicians. And he could never find, uh, a, he could never put his finger on, you know, the measurement of social uh, ability. Yes. Um, primarily because, as you were saying earlier about the fairy tale kind of a thing, it just doesn't really exist in the way that we think of, you know, people, when you see people in a great relationship and you think, oh, he or she is brilliant, or, you know, you don't, you, don't, you know, you, know you, you can't really define it that way and so he you know he talks she well she i think talks more so about it and you know um the 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 idea of this 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 idea of of um uh, you know soulmates and the idea of you know having this ideal relationship and so forth it only comes after putting in effort and after working at it. And, you know, it's almost like the same thing we said with the, with the athletes. You know, Michael Jordan didn't just wake up and was uh, famously endowed with the ability to play basketball. He took a lot of shots and did a lot of practicing. And, well, so, and so relationships are almost the same identical kind of a path, this, pathway. This is why Benjamin Bloom had a problem with it. It's because we all know people who are extroverts, mm -hmm. who we think are cool or charming. But this has nothing to do with having a great relationship skill no. set. No. So it doesn't translate. Yeah. And uh, we'll, we'll talk about that in a little while, where we all have friends who are always in relationships, mm -hmm. who are always mm -hmm. dating, and mm -hmm. things never last. Fall over, he go head over heels, sure. and all that. And, sure. you know, and, and it's, you know, there, there, there's just some, some things in this, some skills that we can learn with this growth mindset that will help us in that regard. 
Uh, there is another researcher named Daniel Goleman. Mm -hmm. And uh, he writes in an excellent book uh, that's titled Emotional, Emotional Intelligence. Intelligence. Uh -huh. yep. He calls them social emotional skills. Correct. Correct. And some people, again, throw themselves completely into the new relationship mm -hmm. and, and only to undermine themselves. And these situations can turn into quick or long-term disasters. Sad for them, but a learning opportunity for us. Yeah, and, and uh, so, so Dr. Dweck goes a little deeper, and she says, with, with the mindset, you know, and those social-emotional skills that you're talking about, uh, you know, they help us to understand even more why people often either they don't learn the skills they need, or they don't use the skills they have. And I thought that was very powerful. It's, I, I think that uh, that that is, that that's a tattoo we should have. <laughs> right, 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 right. So, well, I it's mean. It's true, it's truthful. It's, the truth is, it, you know, it, the truth it, stands out, and it, that's truthful. It is, it, and it's powerful, mm -hmm. it, exactly. But if you're a fixed mindset, you're, you're thinking happily ever after. And here's another thing that you might think. If you have to work on it, it wasn't meant to be. Yeah, that's, 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 I mean, it's, it's also akin to, you know, uh, something that never, never is going to happen. Looking for soulmates. You're looking for something that's never going to, you know, if you find it, it's not going to be real. For, it's not going to be real. If you're compatible, everything should just come naturally. No. By allowing us to think of it this way, the first argument or sign of trouble rocks our entire foundation. And those feelings of failure in the past are oh so quick to take over our thought mm -hmm, process. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it's totally different with the growth mindset. Well, well. So before you get get to the growth mindset, um, she does talk about you know this this thing uh, or these three things. One being you know in a in a fixed mindset, the idea of blame, and you can blame yourself, you can blame your partner. And then there's this other thing that she talks about, the relationship itself. The process. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so. Let's spend a couple minutes on that because I think that's, that's really, really important. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm, if, we can, if we can stop blaming and shaming. What I call tripling down. You can triple down here. There you go. Love it. Mm -hmm. uh, if we can look at the process and see what went wrong, we can change a variable around it and not have the same fight over and over again. Because we all know how crippling that is to our long-term relationship. Right, 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 right. So, so, you know, so the, the fixed uh, person generally has to find, and, and you know, I, get, I think we're going to get to it, but she, she talks about her being a fixed mindset person and how she, you know, she invented, recovering. She invented somebody, right. remember? She, you know, I, and I call it her avatar because... When when I when I start thinking about the name Maurice, the only person I think about is Maurice White, and I, I just couldn't I couldn't handle Maurice <laughs> being the, 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 the bad guy here. There you Maurice go. was a talented. Sure. The late Maurice White was a talented musician, so I call it I call her avatar. She Very nice. Her avatar, uh, and they called him Maurice. I, I don't use that technique myself, but but you it's, it's an interesting but, it's an but, interesting skill if you need it. Sure, absolutely, yeah. it could be useful if to some people. Yeah. So yeah. so, mm -hmm. and this is again the growth mindset. We're not saying that because it doesn't work for me that it won't work for you. Right, right. And yeah. to try different. So in essence, you know, just so that we we're clear here, in essence, what she did was 
because she was, you know, realized that she had these fixed mindset traits, uh, and fixed mindset people tend to need to find somebody or something to blame, she still, I guess, felt that that thing was there, and so she created somebody, a fictitious character to blame, that, that person she called Maurice. Yeah. So, so it's a skill, it's a, it's a tool or a technique that we want to bring to your attention. That the, our whole goal here is to get you in the book and to get you to read the book and try to figure out how to get rid of and you know that doesn't happen overnight but to get rid of the whole fixed mindset and not have not to have to blame anybody it's it we, once we get to that point in our lives everything changes right and the fixed mindset uh the growth mindset does not need the same magic today as the first day we met so we, we're capable of accepting some change we believe that the good lasting relationship comes from effort and working through the inevitable differences. Mm -hmm. We know it's work and we are not slackers. Correct. Almost all of today's relationship experts agree. Every effort, every marriage is going to demand an effort to keep it on the right track mm -hmm. that all of us say in one form or another. Don't fall into that fixed mindset trap that being in love never means having to do anything taxing. Yes. That's the $64,000 value here. Because resentment will grow when one partner does all the work. That's the, that was a great point that was made. It's, it's, she calls it resentment, and I, I wrote it down, and I, I don't know if I can find it, because I wrote down seven, eight pages of notes. <laughs> You're going to be like me, Art. Yeah. So um, don't try to read each other's minds. It's right. an right. impossible right. amount of assumption to think you can. And you are just setting yourself up for trouble. It's kind of strange to believe in mind reading, don't you agree? It's 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 weird, and but there are people that really believe that you know mind reading. Uh, you know they, they believe that it works, and the moment that one thing, uh, you know, falls off the wagon, everything just goes up in smoke for for the most part, and it's a hard fix after that, and. They, number one, fixed mindset don't believe it can be fixed. So, you know, one, one little, you know, one one little apple falls off the wagon and all of a sudden, because they have that mindset that can't be fixed, you know, they're, they're hit, they hit a wall. You flip the coin. Mm -hmm. And I always say that love and hate are the same, uh, two sides of the same coin. Correct. And we see that all the time. Yeah. Um, I always say it's a thin membrane between love and hate, too. So same thing. Sure. Um, and... If, if you're if you're assuming that perfection and that one thing goes wrong just like you said it'll be uh, it'll be just enough to knock you completely off kilter right. mm -hmm. and it can cause one partner to act out even in a hostile manner even while talking about a seemingly small discrepancy right so isn't this an impossible expectation it's truly it's truly un unbelievable to, to, to believe that you can share Every assumption and expectation. Well, I want. I want to talk about Jan and Janet and Phil. Okay. Remember Janet and Phil. I do. And uh, you know how they, I guess, had this social party or whatever. Yes. Uh, and you know they worked together to get the thing organized. Know, uh, organized, but when everybody showed up, they both kind of went, you know, to their separate, uh, their separate ways, so to speak. And nobody was in charge, and nobody, you know, was 
you know, nobody stepped up to do the work that you need to do to entertain because each felt the other was going to do it. And you can't, a lack of communications that really caused all this to, to what, One of the things that I figured out early in marriage is that you are really not a guest at your own parties. No, no. I, and, uh, but ironically, some of the best conversations happen in the kitchen. So, so you're not really missing out. Because because your friends are your friends, and their you know, their work needs to get done, and the and uh, we've all been to houses where both both partners think that they're guests at their own party, and the food doesn't come out or the food burns, yeah, and, it and it, those usually usually don't mess. usually yeah, don't turn out that, that great. She calls that low effort, or or, or or I call it no effort. No effort. You know, and and that's because the communication wasn't there. Uh, and because of the low effort or the no effort relationship is, you know... It's destined to fail. Destined to fail. Doomed to fail. You know, we'll use words like blow up, you know, and 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 relationships can be planned a little better. And, and, mm -hmm. and I, that, that's what we wish for everybody here, is that we actually give them some thought and some effort and some communication. And we're able to admit that we're not perfect people. And if we ever meet someone at a party or introduce to someone who, you know, we think is perfect, ask them what their imperfections are and share one of ours. And if they don't have any, run. Good point. Good point. Yeah, because they're not being truthful. No. But what does the Bible say about uh, people that don't believe they sin and the truth is not in them? That's right. The truth is not in them if they don't have any. Right, exactly. We're all, and, we're all sinners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no perfect people allowed here. No. No, no. If it was, as soon as you walked in, it was not perfect. As soon as I walked in, it was <laughs> Okay, we're, we're at a point now, I think we can reflect a little bit, but this, this uh, problem uh, indicated, um, problems indicate character flaws. True. It, that's a fixed mindset. It, it, that, it, that, that, I mean, that, that by definition. Um, we, uh, it circles back to the in, imperfection discussions. Uh, we can make our lives happily ever after by working together happily ever after. Well, what she, what she says here, what the book highlights is when people with fixed mindsets talk about their conflict, they assign blame. And it, it's just, uh, um, you know, a, a nature of being on that side of the fence, on that side of the track. And that, you know, mindset. And uh, so I went on to a site that I found. It's called Desiring God. And they list things that people, you know, do and the, the topics that they assign blame to. And I'm just going to, I'm just going to list, you know, uh, half a dozen or eight or ten of them. Uh, that they assign, you know, that, that people assign blame to. One is anger and temper. Uh, another one is impatience, being stuck in traffic jams, lust, mm. uh, anxiety, uh, spiritual apathy, mm. uh, insubordination. If I had more, what? If I had more, if I had more money, you know. Sure. A uh, critical spirit, bitterness, gluttony. You know, you just, I just can't resist. My wife makes food so delicious. I just can't resist. I gotta, gotta have it. And before you know it, you're, you know, 40 pounds overweight. Gossip, mm. uh, self-pity, 
you know, that's you know, blaming you know your manager, your family, your job, the ministry, you know, to to and seeking self pity. And the uh, the last one is uh, selfishness. Yeah. You know. Um, you know, and 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 a need to be more generous, but wrapped up around self. So th- those are areas where you know blame generally, uh, you know, manifests itself. Absolutely, and it it all comes down to personal responsibility, doesn't it, Art? What what is what does uh, Jack Kenfield say? <laughs> we're we're doing this uh, class on Tuesday, by the way. If you ever Wednesdays. On uh, Wednesdays. Wednesdays at, at uh, nine in the morning, nine, Eastern nine time. Ten. How do people get to that if they wanna? You know, we're kind of doing a little commercial here, but uh, you go to Ron at I do dash I do's dot com, and I'm happy to send that out to you. Okay. Okay. Well, just, so, uh, otherwise, just just. Google uh, or search for Ron Hunt. You can find him on social media. I was going to say, but we're talking yeah, I, I, about the success principles of Carol Dweck. Yes. Um, but I, I, I love the, I love how you tied in the self responsibility. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of these negative qualities that you discussed, they, they're all present in the fixed mindset. Yes. And if we just take a couple minutes and and be truthful to ourselves, how much better of a partner are we going to be going forward? So th- that's where I say take 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 a de- take a week off, take a month off, learn something about yourself, incorporate the growth mindset, and and start being conscious about your relationships, because because we're, we're, there are no perfect relationships, but there are great relationships that work through the hardships, and that's how you grow. It's a point of inflection. It, this is a point of honor to me that I can I can improve myself. And that's that's the growth mindset. I I, I acknowledge that there are things that I'm not great at, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but but my lawn doesn't have to look like my neighbor's lawn as long as I get it cut. Right, right. You take care of it. And you, you know, you're not an eyesore. Sure. Um, so I want to finish this little. Out. I want to I want to read this. I wrote it down because I thought it was essential. When people blame their partner's personality. For the problem, mm. they feel anger, uh, disgust toward them. Hence, since it becomes a fixed mindset, there is a, a feeling it cannot be fixed or salvaged. What you just said, hopelessness sets in. They become contemptuous uh, of them and dissatisfied with their entire relationship. And you know we we have we're now in the information age, and you always, you often hear this phrase, uh, customer experience. Mm. This is very much the customer experience because you know it, you, the two of you are each other's customer, so 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 this really you know mucks up that customer experience or that you know uh, intimacy and, and the things that you would no ordinarily be able to do to satisfy and move forward. You don't believe that it can be done. I, I call this the check-in. If you've got a regular check-in with with your uh, with your spouse or your long-term partner, you're you're going to catch some of these things become before they become huge issues in your relationship. Right. right. And and what when I when I've got premarital work that I'm doing, mm-hmm. I I always say now I always tell them I said get together on Sunday afternoons mm-hmm. or Tuesday evenings for mm-hmm. an hour and talk about which. What what's going on with the with your planning, 
And then that's going to be your time after you get married for your check-in because you've already established it into your schedule. And my couples who do that tend to have more long-term happiness. So there's some, somebody, so you, you got to, and, and, and like you said about the party, everybody, you know, you both got to take responsibility for the party. You got to, both got to take responsibility for happiness, got to take responsibility for the relationship. You got to, it's, it's, it's each person giving a hundred percent for the other person. That's what it's all about. Here's something else you can do before you get too actively involved with somebody in the dating process. Talk to them about the growth mindset and, and, you know, the different ways that couples can, can react and see if they're willing to move off that fixed mindset. Mm -hmm. uh, because if they're not, maybe they're not as good a candidate for dating as you, you originally thought. Sparks are one thing, and we all have had relationships that begin with, with, with great sparks, but peter out very quickly. Even worse, um, my, my younger people, they tell me that people don't call. They don't, they don't text. They don't email after they've been together for a short period of time. Yeah, young people call that ghosting. Ghosting, that's mm -hmm. exactly what it's called. It's, and it's tragic, and it, it's very and hard. They, and they don't, they don't call back, say, well, I'm sorry, you know, we, it, it, this is not working out. They, they don't, they avoid all of that. There's no closure. Mm -hmm, no closure. So, it's, so, it's wide open. So, yeah. if, so if that happens to you, the next time that you meet a good guy or a good girl, that might still be in your mind with that fixed mindset. And you're, and you're thinking that he or she's going to do that to you, even though you have no indication. So, so find out if they're a growth mindset person straight up, and maybe you'll avoid some of those mm -hmm, problems. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, so so I'm at a point where, and in, in what I, I wrote down now is a question uh, in, 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 in the next section, can this marriage be saved? Oh, these, these, uh, these are always, these have been questions in women's magazines for 50 years, and men should have been asking them at the same time. Well, but, you know, she talked about, you know, the the fixed versus the growth mindset, but then she she immediately goes to Bill and Hillary Clinton. Yes. And and you know what happened there, and and then she makes this point about the the import. She says the important point here is the the belief that the partner has the potential to change it. So if you if you do believe that, that's she says that's important. But take note here. Yes. You know, uh, this, just because the, the partner has the potential to change, don't get confused with the belief that the partner will change. Exactly right. That's a huge one. Um, there are some people, and Bill Clinton was one of them, who mm -hmm. had a problem with fidelity. Yes. So the partner has to want to change, commit to change, mm -hmm. And then actually take a concrete action or two, and that's where you have to where you can rebuild some trust. Right, right. And in and, and, uh, and, you know in religious speak, you know it's like the you know you you you've got to be if you're headed north, if if you're still headed north, then you haven't you know uh, repented. And the religious word is is almost like a repentance. Yep, that means you stop and go another direction. Uh, the the forgiveness versus um, you know actually incorporating it is lost on some people, and that's 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 a difficult difficult thing mm -hmm. for, mm -hmm. for for many people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
it's getting it's getting to um, the point where we should conclude this episode because we don't want to bore people. Yeah, we, we're getting close. And the, the last thing I, I think, uh, man, we we can just mention some of these things and okay, uh, you know, the partners. Or enemy. do you want you want to do part two next week? Yeah, why don't we, we pick? I, I thought we I thought we need to do a part two. So I'm going to agree. I'm Ron. This is the Growth Mindset Guru podcast. I'm here with Art Ware, and he's finishing up his name of your podcast, Art. Uh, it is Power Wise Thinking. Power Wise Thinking. Love that name. And uh, we're excited to have you here this week, and we will see you next time. All right, we'll see you next time.